We are the Nerd Eternal Network. Hello, welcome to Icon to Water World here on the Nerd Eternal Network. I'm your GM for the day, Jason. And joining me as usual will be Mike playing Serpent Boy. Hello. Zach playing Frost Giant. Hola. And Taylor playing Patience. Howdy, howdy. Uh, we're a man short today, but hopefully he'll join us again next time. Alright, does everybody remember where we were last time? Uh, no, because I was in a fugue state. Pulled into a hotel by Jonas Heldotter. Okay. You said Doctor Who? Doctor What's-His-Face. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you'd remembered his name. You mean Squadron? A.K.A. Uh, Dr. Moore? Yes, uh, Dr. Moore. That's right, that's Dr. Dr. Moore. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, Squadron was pulled into the... I believe Squadron was pulled into the hotel. Uh, yes. He was encased in the ice and then pulled into the building into uh, the hotel by, uh, by a shadow energy of some kind. And y'all are just assuming it's that whole goddess of darkness and, and coal that you dealt with, that you bumped into earlier. Yes, uh, Hell's, uh, eldest daughter? Belinda's uh, eldest daughter? Yes, you were assuming it was, or, uh, yes, it was, it was Hell's daughter. Sorry, I'm digging through my notes. Uh... Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, Dr. Cameron Moore. That's the right page. That, yeah, she, uh, she believed that her mortal father was somehow connected to the clandestine super soldier project that Dr. Moore was running. And, he, and she's trying to find him for information. Yeah, she was trying to find some. She was trying to find the Achilles doctors, was, it, was how she put it. The Achilles program, that's right. Right, and, and the Achilles right. program was one of the super soldier programs uh, that had... The, the government had had several going on at different times, and Achilles just kind of folded them all in together. Uh, Meanwhile, Squadron, the uh, duplicating metahuman who we've recently um, met, is a um, former uh, experiment of, the, of said project. Test Sorry. subject, at least. Uh, he seemed to have gotten his powers in an accident. Where's my pencil? Uh, testing a... Uh, testing a new fighter that was using tech salvaged from uh, alien pirates that had attacked uh, attacked the city the previous previous year, two years ago, whatever it was. Yeah, uh, it exploded. He wound up with his powers. Rather than being put to work, though, he was put in the lab, and he is not happy about that. Now, the experiments on him were not necessarily part of Project Achilles. After he attacked the base in Florida and they had to hide the doctor, they had moved the doctor here and he is apparently working for Project Achilles now. Because uh, while y'all were talking Squadron down and even even facilitating a meeting between him and the general in charge of the uh, Air Force base outside of Boston, uh, one of Squadron's cop duplicates was apparently sneaking around and hacking into their computers and he sent a dupe uh, with a copy of the information he had to to all of you 
which I believe you had leaked to the press. Is that Curtis is doing, or excuse me, Comet's doing? Uh, no, calm down. I think we leaked it to multiple people, not just the press. Well, that's true. Yeah. Comet took a. I know Comet took a copy to Spear because he had already been in contact with some agents. Uh, and they were promising to investigate. I do believe you leaked it to the Boston... Was it the Boston Globe? That's right. It was one of the big papers in Boston. Uh, Lord knows they needed something to work with. And I think he had deleted a few files. Yeah. He had deleted the files on where the doctor was, was living... Uh, but you had managed to recover those. Because he'd, oh, he had only deleted them. He hadn't actually, like, scrubbed the drive. So, uh, Servant Boy was able to recover some of those. I think it was Servant Boy. Uh. Um. Someone. I, I don't know that was. Um, just, uh, yeah, it was data right. It was data recovery. Let's not act like it was fancy or needed. Anyone super smart. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was Comet. Comet took care of that. Was it Comet? Okay. I. I repeat my statement. Uh. So anyway, you found out that he was staying at a hotel across from the Boston Common. Uh, the Four Seasons. Yes. Uh, so y'all raced down there, Squadron was already there, had the doctor hoisted up, uh, above the hotel, he drops the hotel, he drops the doctor, uh, Comet catches him and they're basically playing a game of, of, of tag, full contact tag in the air, uh, a couple of them engaged, uh, was it two of them that attacked Frost Giant? Yes. So two of them were chasing the comet. Two of them were going after Frost Giant. Uh, as Frost Giant, he clearly considers Frost Giant the uh, the biggest physical threat to him. Uh, Definitely the biggest. And then the presumably original, the one that had the Doctor when I first showed up, was still floating up there watching. Uh, it's like he was kind of keeping up with everything from where he was at. And yeah, suddenly ice forms up around him as he starts to drop when he passes through the busted out hotel room window. Uh, yeah, like shadowy tendrils kind of whip out and wrap around the ice and pull it into the end of the room. And I believe that was where we left off the last time. Ooh, excuse me. Bless you. Uh, <clears throat> so at the top of the order is Mjoldis. Oh, we left out the whole part where where uh, Frost Jack met an old buddy of his. Yeah. All right. Waiting outside the house, he just hears "Hey, Blue" and turns around in time to catch a hammer to the face. <laughs> Uh, but it turns out it's not really an enemy exactly. Uh, 
man by the name of John Modison introduces himself as a godling for hire. He has business cards. Not an uh, enemy, just an a-hole. A friend of me. <laughs> but, uh, he's looking for his cousin he calls Molly. Uh, which is apparently his nickname from the oldest hell daughter. Uh, she's apparently had a spat with her mother and come to the mortal world and the mother has, uh, gently insinuated to John that it'd be awfully nice of him to go find Molly. Probably be good for his health, too. Uh, so there's an exchange of information there. Uh, they know, he know, John knows the spat was about uh, something to do with her father. As far as he knows, Molly doesn't know who her father is. And presumably that's who, what she's here looking for, which matches up with the information y'all had already gathered. <clears throat> so I want to say Frost Giant had agreed to keep an eye out. Uh, does uh, does Hell Daughter know how human aging works? Because now I'm curious if she's just grabbed him and is shaking him, going, "Are you my dad?" <clears throat> well, there's been no indication of of random people being shaken and, and having that screamed at him in, in town. So yes, but like he's specifically from the Achilles Project. Or would appear to be, at least. Oh, Squadron? Yeah. Huh? You know, you don't know what she's doing up there in the hotel room. You know, you can see Squadron where he was pulled in. And you can definitely see the bright lady. Because in Patience, uh... In that kind of weird pseudo-sight she's got, yeah... Divine souls seem to glow a lot brighter. At least that's what you seem to be piecing together. Uh, from what patient sees, Squadron is pretty much just standing still, and uh, Meoldis is. You assume talking to him, you know, she's waving her hands around a lot. Alright, but it was just him. The oldest is at the top of the order. She's doing whatever she's doing in the hotel room. Frost Giant. Yes, sir. Okay. I was worried for a second there. Uh, so, you're up. You've got two squadrons on you. Uh, when the original gets, gets yoinked, uh, both of the other two pause for a second, kind of glance back, and then they just refocus on you. Well, I don't want to do the whole thunderclap stun again, because that's going to leave some collateral damage, and there's a bunch of newsies here, and, you know, I don't want to kill anybody by accident. Oh, come on, shatter all the glass in a hotel. What's the worst like that? Uh, just that's land shark. <laughs> well, I'm no longer allowed in Boston. 
guess I'm just going to try and swat one of them out of the air with my bare with my bare hands. All right. Alright, oh, I guess I do need to pull up squadron stats. Oh, his health is low enough, I'm sure you don't have to. Yeah, I think I think his like coordination is like two. Something like that. No, that was that's patience. Which is surprising because she's blind. Mm. Well that wouldn't give her you bad coordination, exactly. She just wouldn't know to get out of the way. You know, to be fair with her sight, yeah, she could still, like, fire a weapon at a person. That's true. She just, what, she just wouldn't know if there was a wall in the way. Alright, so... This is prowess. Nope, nope, his prowess is a little higher than a two. Oh, and he's got aerial combat that bumps that up more. Two levels of aerial combat. That's right. He's hard to hit in the air. It's hard to be mad that the fly. Okay, a 22 is a little high, though. Let me see. Uh, oh, rolling at E20, my bad. That's better. Alright, so that's a tie. Or a marginal success. So... You put your hands on him, but it's not a good solid shot, so you only do about half damage. Mister, yeah, Alright, so that's four damage. Does old Mal have any... Oh, that's right, he does not have any damage resistance, per se. That's a rarity in our games. <laughs> Unless you're talking about my characters. My, perhaps still advisably. Well, with his coordination and prowess like it is, and the aerial combat, him being in air most of the time, he's hard to hit. Uh, and he's got a decent bit of stamina, so, you know, he is taking, he does take a, take a decent lick. I'm just making a joke, because we, we kind of accidentally all... Like to optimize a character by throwing some damage reduction on them. Mm -hmm. It's just so useful. In some ways, it's almost a flaw of doing the, the character point build. Yeah. You should plot out the character a little too much. Yeah. Alright, so you put a hurt on him. You, know, you don't quite knock him out of the air, but he does kind of arc off in a you know 90 degree angle from where he was coming in at you. Uh, but you see him kind of, you know, catch himself. Alright, the comet flies further into the city. He appears to be just trying to avoid the two squadrons. The one of whom I think was grappling him. Or is... I'll take that back. I think the comet was grappling one of the squadrons. Because they got the doctor... I want to say they swapped the doctor back and forth a time or two. Yes. Uh, yeah, there was there was some swapping. But anyway, the comet, two squadrons, and the doctor fly further into town. As comet is trying to get his hands back on the doctor, and get him to safety. 
Uh, did his servants boys go? Right, so let's see. I'm trying to remember what I was up to uh, last time. Uh, oh, I was stretching to this. Oh, that's right. I was trying. Oh, I was. Um, I was trying to help Commodore because he. Oh, was that's right. Partially grappled, or at least or fully grappled, right, by one of the dupes. Yes, I think you're right. I had just placed a. Um, oh, how many tags? Why didn't I write down how many tags I got? Um, I think I you had gotten a had you got I believe you had gotten a massive success. Okay. And could, I, something I definitely would have spent um, termination on uh, to get to maximize the free tags. So that would have been three free tags on um, on uh, Serpent Boy's distraction attempt for a comet. Yes, I believe so. Well, how, how, yeah, how do, since we don't have Comet here, how do you want to play that? I know we're trying to just, like, excuse uh, the presence of Comet from the from today's session. Do you want to hmm. just assume that he um, goes ahead and takes advantage of that on his own, uh, um, off doing whatever he's doing, and then I'm just free to do whatever? Or do you, want, or do you actually want to play that with me uh, through, through Servant Boy's perspective? I think what we'll do... I'm still looking for that. I know I jotted some stuff down. But I've got so many games and notes on so many different pages. <laughs> I really got to get an individual notebook for each campaign. I mean. Alright, we're going to save him the comments turn. He got loose from the one that he it was gripping him. Uh, that the one you were distracting. Uh, do you remember how you were distracting? Were you wrapping his, your arms around his eyes or something? Yeah, basically, I was trying. Okay. I was basically using my stretching power to, um, I don't know, kind of like a. It might, might I may, I could have easily just been like you know, kind of buffering him, like punching him, but not with the intent of doing damage, mm -hmm. just to like kind of like distract him, like almost like I'm clanging against him. That might have been. That could have been how it was. So the comet manages to slip loose from that squadron, <laughs> grab the doctor, take off further into the town. Uh, one of the squadrons follows after him. The one you're distracting kind of turns around and focuses on you. Okay. So, and it's basically now is it a person in a in a metal in a in a tech suit or is it just like someone in standard superhero type outfit that's uh, flying at me right now? Uh, squadron, if you'll recall, and I'll throw up the picture again so everybody can see it. Oh, that's right. There was a picture. Uh, yeah, squadron. It's it, it's just an he's just an empowered guy, and he's got well, like the old, the old yeah he's got kind of the old time yeah, yeah. Uh, aviator. You can't see the red scarf good in the picture. Yeah, I mean you can see the bit around his neck, but it, it flutters out behind him. Can I try to like take the scarf and tie it around his eyes <laughs> from 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 a distance? Uh, you could certainly try that. A tight enough knot where. You can't just like slip it off real easily and has to actually stop to do whatever. Well, oh, yeah, the scarf's right. not going to have a high, uh, high uh, material strength, and squadron is super strong. That's so true. you know, it but it's something. Yeah, that it would make him, It would make this squadron waste an action. Yeah, well, so that's at least here. a turn that he ain't punching nobody time. or chasing nobody. <laughs> All right. So how 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 do we how do we do this? This is a, I guess this is a tricky maneuver. Like, uh, uh, this would be prowess. Okay. Well, let's see what happens. 
ones here. I don't want to blow another determination point quite yet. It's only it's only my my fat in the fry in this case. So let's see what a prowess roll does. Eh, okay. Well, I tried. I got a six. We'll see what happens. Okay. Oh, do I? Can I? Can I add the stretching? No, no. I don't, I don't know if stretching would help in that case. Stretching is basically how you can attempt this because of the distance That's involved. Okay, I got you. Oops, oh, no, nothing so no, if you go for a scarf, he just kind of slaps your hands away. <laughs> you know, he says something, but your ears are so far away from where he's talking that you know you don't really make out what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, still, still, uh, combat still does not come uh, naturally to uh, young Norman Gander. Frost Giants really got to up that training. <laughs> Gonna send me to live with uh, John Magnuson for the summer. <clears throat> Mo I thought it was Modison. Modison, thank you. Well, you wake up every morning with surprise attacks, <laughs> like the uh, the inspector in uh, the Pink Panther movies. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Next up is patience. And you are still in the SUV, I believe. Yep. And uh, Patience would like to cast a spell called Protection from Terminal Velocity on the Doctor. Okay, you last time you had put a Force Shield on the Doctor. Okay, okay, sorry, I did that last turn already, okay. Yeah, you had put a, you had put a Force Shield on the Doctor, and I think you... Did you heal somebody, or did you put another Force Shield on somebody else? Uh, didn't I have one? Yeah, I think it was. I think I think you had put it last last session. You had put a four shield on the doctor and server boy. I'm trying to remember if it was in this conflict that I got the four shield as well. Uh, but definitely press jump. Well, I remember. I remember. Patients had done two two buffs, four shield around the doctor, and then she'd either four shielded somebody else or healed somebody else. Oh, it's frost. It would have been frost jump. Okay. Uh, my my fourth my fourth shield was uh, during the first the, the prior. Oh okay. Okay. So then you've probably got like two turns left of it. Then I guess patience will try the incredibly dangerous idea of reading the mind of the very bright lady. Okay. So it's gonna be your telepathy versus her willpower, I believe. Doubles. Yep. stats up. I've got a picture for her too, but she's, she's dressed differently this time than last time I ran into her. But y'all haven't actually seen her yet, so. Alright, and her willpower is a decent. Specialties, power, and investigation, so that won't help her here. Nope. Nope, you failed to get into her head. Uh, you don't feel any, like, special resistance to your abilities. She's just strong-willed. Yeah. Uh, any further attempts to read her mind in this conflict will require a uh, determination. 
if I remember correctly. I want to say that's one of those that you get, though. You get the one try for free, and then you have to spin to make further attempts. All right, then we're back up to me oldest. Yes, it takes determined for the rest of the chapter. So if you ran into her like tomorrow, you know, then you'd be good to try again. Okay. Then we're back up to me oldest. Uh y'all hear the sound that is probably ice shattering, uh Patience, you can see with that kind of vision of yours, the person uh, that you know to be Squadron, uh, where he'd been standing kind of perfectly still and kind of, you know, in a slightly odd pose. It's like he's kind of flexed his arms out. Uh, hang on a second. Somehow... I do not have squadron. Oh, nope, I see what I did. I skipped squadron last round. He should have been going first, but I skipped down to Frost Giant. Okay. So that, that would have happened in the previous round. Uh, Comet would have gotten away from got gotten away from him. And we'll say the two on Frost Giant, at least one of them was distracted by what happened to the other him. Uh, So what patient sees is uh, uh, me old is using uh, well you just see her kind of moving her hands around you, you presume she's doing something with her powers mm. and squadron seems to start to duck and dive around in the room but yeah, it, it looks like a fight of some sort of something. Right. Uh, being in the room like that he's kind of it's like he's kind of hemmed in so he's, his flight isn't as useful to him you know, he gives a jerk like maybe he was grabbed by something or struck by something. Alright, the two squadrons fighting Frost Giant dive back at him. Because the squadron is next up. Uh, they are working together... Basically, they're coming in side by side, trying to punch you at the same time. So it is an attempt to add their damages together. Uh, let's see. This is prowess. So it's both of their prowesses against yours. Alright, the first one strikes you good. The second one gets a marginal success, which is still enough to boost his uh, boost his other copy. So instead of the usual seven attack, 
this goes up to eight. yeah. Now it's now an eight, so they take eight points of damage. What was that? You're bravely standing or barely standing? Oh no! Patience knows what patience is doing next turn. Uh, the squadron that is uh, facing off against Serpent Boy. You know, Serpent Boy's up there. You know, waving his hands in his face like an excited current frog. <laughs> uh. Squadron grabs one of those arms and tries to yank Serpent Boy forward. You know, to punch him kind of like yo -yo, in yo-yo fashion. So that is Prowess's. A nine is what you're trying to beat. Hey! Alright, so he succeeds in grabbing your arm and pulling. But, uh. You can. How would Sir Boy evade this? Would he just let the arm stretch as he pulled it? Would he go springing forward, but then, you know, throw his legs out and kind of kick off of it before he got within punching range? How would, how would he use his stretching power to avoid this taking this hit? Um. He might. Re I think what he'd do is he'd kind of like unstretch the arm that's that he's being pulled by, so that he'd actually like kind of like um, almost like just be regular size, but on but clinging to uh, or being clung to uh, uh, the dupe's non-punching arm. That's how we would do it. Basically, just steps too. So he's okay. close by, but at least not not in punching. Uh, so rather than keeping a distance to avoid it, it's like. He increases his speed and really kind of just snaps that arm so he throws his timing off. And... Yeah. So you're already kind of up there and on his arm by the time he's throwing his, the punt for the other. So everybody else just sees Squadron kind of rotate in the air as the momentum carries him around. <laughs> no, but now you can hear what he's saying. Dang it, kid, I don't, you know, I don't want to hurt you, but I will if you keep getting in my way. I mean, you, it looks like you made a silly putty, so I'm pretty sure you can take a punch. <clears throat> I can't uh, have a good uh, rejoinder at this moment. <laughs> I'll save that for the next page. Acting like punching Gumby wouldn't immediately kill him. <laughs> uh, patience, you also see up in the up in the hotel. You see Squadron taking a sw you know taking swings at a at Mioldis. Uh, one of them seems to connect, and you know she goes stumbling back, but not a. Uh, she doesn't go like flying back like you'd expect a person getting hit by a super strong guy to go flying back. Mm. Frost Giant, you're up. Okay, so I would like to power stunt 
an area of effect dazzle by basically using my ice breath to super cool the air around me into an obscuring cloud. Huh. Interesting use of the power. What are you tapping into to do that? Ancient blood in my veins. Fair enough. So you were basically trying to obscure your, obscure yourself. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Fog Clown. And so what power is that duplicating exactly? I was going for a Dazzle Blinding. Oh, that's right. You said, you, you said Dazzle. It slipped my mind. You're fine. Alright, and that will be versus... So this is, this is affecting their sight. Uh, some area effect. <clears throat> Let's see. All right, it says coordination versus coordination. I will not let him count his aerial combat into this though, because you're not really attacking him. Okay. okay, but you were you were affecting both of them. No. All right, one of them is in the fog and cannot see. Uh, the other one pulls up short to kind of avoid going into the fog. Uh, that doesn't mean he can see you particularly. Uh, but his, his vision isn't obscured of, of anything else going on in the, in the area. Yeah. Where the one that flew into the cloud, yeah, he can't see nothing. Uh, so neither one of them can really see you to attack. Well, they've attacked this round anyway, so I guess it matters. Until next round. Uh, the Comet and the Squadron chasing him are now out of sight. <clears throat> uh, they've dropped down into the, you know, kind of into building level, and are, last you saw were weaving around some buildings. <clears throat> uh, it looked like the Comet still had, still had the good doctor, though. Uh, Servant Boy, you are now clinging to the side of one of the Squadrons. Right, so... <clears throat> Uh, since I don't uh, firing any other uh, ideas, I think I'm going to just. Tr Oof. 
I'm gonna, you know, since I'm clinging to him, I'm gonna try to punch him because I'm hoping. Now, would aerial uh, has aerial combat still help his defense if I try to hit him now? Hmm. Give it that I'm, like you know, a passenger, as it were. You know what? I'm only gonna let him count one of the ranks. Because right. basically, even though you're clinging to him, you know, if he starts spinning around or doing barrel rolls or, you know, <clears throat> really doing some maneuvers, it's going to throw you off not being used to it, you know. Uh, you know, I, I you, you got to keep your balance. Be, I thought something else that might be cooler. Um, that would require, mm, I don't, you know what? <laughs> I don't know if I could, I, I, here, here's the thing, I, I have a stunt in mind, but I'm not entirely sure that my qualities could, um, could justify it. Yeah, but let me just tell you what I'm doing. I might okay. need to. I might need to set up a quality to to pull this off. I want to see if I can use my stretching power to kind of like shape change into like rudders to control um, squadron's flight movement, like you know. Uh, but I really can't justify that with any of my existing qualities. I'd have to come up with some something. Uh, I don't know some kind of fancy maneuver that would justify. Hmm. I might be best off uh, trying to think of that for next round, just throwing a punch for now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna work. Oh, let me just try to okay. hit him. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can hash that out by the next page. So physical attack on the way. Oh, nope. That's yeah, not likely. Oh yeah, not likely. Okay. Well, uh, I'll see nope, if I can nope. do something brilliant and comic booky. So yeah, he started trying to spin and kind of like he's trying to throw you off, and you uh. You know, Serpent Boy goes to throw the punch, ends up just having to kind of grab on to to not fall off. So. I just oh, I just thought of a really, like, might be a bit of a stretch. Uh, but I was thinking, if he... If, exactly. Um, if I um, tag Awkward Teen and say that he, like, like spends all his, like... He had, he, if, I, if I just kind of retroactively said that he had a a habit of like always throwing paper airplanes during class because actually that was that's actually something I kind of do um, in, in real class but like as a you know in real life but um to the point where he he actually would have known how to like shape shape uh, kind of like change his body in a way that could uh, kind of like mimic uh, rudimentary rudders Is, would, would, would you let me tag that I would uh, yeah next round if that's what you want to do I'll let you tag Aquatine fantastic thanks as he is basically taking one of his awkward the things he does in awkward team to, and applying it right. to his combat and his powers. <clears throat> Patience, you're up. Well, I do believe it's going to be a uh, a quick a quick uh, Papa, please don't die, and Frost Giant's going to gain five health. Yay! I desperately need. Now, if I remember correctly, and feel free to correct me if you remember differently, I believe you had healed Frost Giant last time. I want to say Squadron had punched him once before the end of last session, and yet you had healed him. Um, yep. Does anybody else remember that? Uh, I don't have that in my notes. Uh, I have that a... Um... I have the shield around Dr. Moore. I have the shield around Pesh, around Frost Giant, but I don't. Okay, maybe it was the shield he put up then. We'll we'll go with that. Uh, I know she healed him at the fight at the airbase, so that might be what I was thinking of. Hmm. 
Because you can only heal people, what, twice in a... Like in a day. Um, hold on, let me... Let me go back. To, let me get to the specifics. Twice sounds correct. Okay. Uh, whatever it is, you, you, you're definitely healing this round. Yeah, hold on. Um, you can restore up to twice your power level and stamina to any given subject in an issue. More than this, in the same issue, requires determined effort for each additional power level and stamina. Okay. <clears throat> See, he still gains five health this time, regardless of conditions. The next time, it will be... different. Okay. Yeah, you'll still get the five this time. Alright. Alright, so Frost Giant, you suddenly feel a little bit better. You recognize the healing power of the little one. Uh... Uh, patients can, you know, you, st you hear a fighting up in the hotel room. Uh. So it's been going on for, it's only been going on for a couple of rounds, so people fleeing that, that floor haven't quite made it to the ground yet. Uh. From what patients can see, uh. Mjoldis rears back, punches squadron. You see him fly back. There's a, a, a slight slowdown or hesitation, and then he keeps going. Uh, patients can't actually see the wall. But she's pretty sure that was him hitting hitting one of the interior walls and going into the next room. Ah. You know, she's seen a few super fights, so she kind of knows how it goes. And then she sees Squadron get up, dust himself off, and dive back in at Mjoldis. Uh, let's see the three other squadrons uh, the one with Serpent Boy Onium is going to try to it's essentially going to be wrestling but what he's really trying to do rather than pin you is peel you off of him and kind of toss you away uh, still coordination versus coordination. Uh, if you have the wrestling specialty, you can apply that to this, though. I do not. Uh, was there a ruling on whether um, the stretching was applicable to this uh, kind of maneuver in any way? Uh, if your stretching is higher, go ahead and use it. Okay, I, I was about to say that that might be something that would require um, that might that might actually fall under the purview of power stunt since I don't think that's um, listed in the the base uh, description. Of it might not be, but with you kind of wrapped around him and hanging on, you know. Like I said, if you're if your uh, stretching is higher, go ahead and use it. Okay, uh, so stupid stretching tricks on the way. Not not, not stupid enough. All right, so that's a nine, and this would be his. Oh, that! Oh, I thought you rolled the ten. That was for something else. No, oh, yeah, I have not rolled for him yet. I was checking okay. his. All right, so he's got a plus six essentially. Oh, oh you just do. 
you know, he grabs onto your back, but your back just stretches out with his hand. Uh, and Mal is starting to look frustrated. You're like a water human bubble gum. The two around Frost Giant are again going to work together. Uh, they are going to try to basically sync up their flying and kind of make try to make a little vortex to kind of blow that uh, fog away. So they're going to use their. For that. Uh, what was the intensity? What what was the power you were power staying with? Uh, five. All right, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna give it a basically the the fog intensity is a five. So give me a d6 plus five roll. That'll be their difficulty. <coughs> oh no. Oh yes. All right. So this will use their. Um, we'll give it, and we'll make it their coordination. So that's a five. Uh, the second one is just helping him, so that gives him a plus two. So it's one roll of the five coordination at a pl with a plus two. So seven total. <clears throat> so yeah, they successfully dissipate your fog. Uh, at least enough of it, there's still wisps of it around, but there's enough of it that everybody can see everybody again. Uh, that is their action for the, that is both of their actions for the round, though. You know, they kind of do that, the fog dissipates, and then they kind of form up next to each other, you know, like they're getting ready to dive back in. Uh, they are up out of your reach, though. Uh, for the size you are now, if you've still got some growing you can do, maybe you could reach it. But... And then it's Frost Giant's turn. Oh, they're out of my reach, but I can still blow on them. I'm going to hit them with a blast of ice breath. Alright. <laughs> now, is your ice breath a area of effect? Uh, no, it is single target. Okay. So, I'm going to try and focus on the one that looks the wobbliest. Okay, probably the one you backhanded last, or two rounds ago. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Alright. Ooh, that is going to be hard for him to avoid. However, he has a coordination of six and two levels of aerial combat, so it's doable. He also rolled a, rolled a six plus eight, so he beat you by two. <clears throat> so yeah, so this stream of super cool air goes shooting out. Uh, as you can see, wisps of fog. It's not like you can see the breath, but you can see wisps of fog kind of coming out from the breath. And considering they'd already seen you generate coal out of, out of your mouth like that, you know, when you were doing kind of the, <gasps> they were already on the move. 
So the two of them kind of split apart, and you miss the one you're aiming at. Servant Boy. Alright. So now, mentally, the pop bubble forms up, and he fucks back to all his, uh, his time, uh, busted for, uh, throwing around paper airplanes when he should be paying attention to class or, or just making a general mess. So, and with that, he thinks of tagging his awkward scene quality and spending a determination point um, to form himself into, like, makeshift uh, rudders um, out of his two legs to try to um, basically seize control of of his squadron's uh, flight direction. Okay. How how would that uh, would that be effectively a, a wrestling attempt? How, how how do you want to uh, how do you want to rule this out? Let me see. Uh... So I'll pull up some boy stats and look at them. And I have this huge list of characters. That? I would like to state my enjoyment at the idea that Servant Boy actively had the thought of, I'm going to tap this quality. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes this game fun. It's all the, the, uh, the quality tags that would make, would make icons, I think. All right. I'm going to say that you'll use your strength for this. Oh, okay. I actually have some strength. Uh, I mean, your strength and stretching are the same, so I guess it could go either way. But Basically, your ability as he tries to compensate for whatever direction you're taking him, you know, can basically, can you hold your legs in the right position? Uh... Can I talk into um, including my specialty in power stre and stretching power? Yeah, that sounds fair. Okay, so I'll, I'll just uh, use my stupid stretching tech. Uh, so yeah, roll. basically you'd be rolling a six plus one uh, versus his. Ooh, I, apparently, I rolled. I, it looks like I just rolled a one. Yep, a one on the dice. That's bad. Uh, so this is his coordination because he's it's, it's a matter of how quickly he can react to uh, the fact that he's suddenly not going in the direction he's telling himself to go. Mm -hmm. All right, he still seems to be you know you're clearly causing him some some trouble, but he seems to be compensating pretty well. You know he doesn't go plowing into a building or anything. It turns out his flight is not completely based upon lift and drag from wind and some <laughs> other force right. that is pushing it in. Well, <laughs> the, wind the other power is generating his is generating his thrust. Uh, the whole suddenly he's got wings, you know, or rudders pulling him one way or the other, you know, is having an effect on him. He just compensates. Yeah. You know, or Servant Boy didn't make the rudders big enough or something, you know. He... I went for the wrong paper uh, airplane model. 
patience, you're up. Did anyone new get hurt? Uh, no, they did not do any damage to anybody. Man, I'm... Huh. Wait, no. I want to put a force field on Hell Daughter. Okay. Because I want her to win this fight. <laughs> You're not fond of Squadron, huh? If she if she knocks Squadron unconscious, I think the other squadrons go away. point that's that's not a bad uh not a bad supposition so she now has she now has a 4.4 sealed on her okay oh, that sweet sweet extra damage reduction uh And how long does the force shield last? Four turns. Four turns, okay. Or level duration, which is four right now. Yeah. Maybe come more later. And it's a damage resistance of four? Yes. Alright, so DR four for four rounds. Alright, noted. Well, as long as I concentrate. So, as soon as I do another action, that's when the countdown starts. Okay, okay. But I probably will do another action next turn, so it's usually just four turns. Alright, then it is Mjoldis' turn. Uh... And you, you see her doing stuff, and you, you, know, you see Squadron kind of dipping and diving... Uh, you know, from the tilt of his head, it's like he's looking down at the ground, like, you know, something's coming up out of the ground at him. Uh, then he flies forward and punches her again. This time, she doesn't move back at all, though. Uh, the two squadrons facing off against uh, Frost Giant. Uh, hmm. They're going to... They circle around, almost like they're going to flank you. One kind of flies in at, you know, flies in at, at your face. While the other one is trying to hit you at the knees. You know, from behind at the knees. Uh... Yeah, mechanically, they're just working together to do more damage. Trying to increase the chances of them, like, knocking you flat. Yeah. So their prowess is a six. One hell of a right hook to give me a bonus to dodging. Just drawing on my... Oh. 
Yeah, I guess that makes sense because that 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 uh is really just a reference to your fighting skills as opposed to like just specifically being the one punch. All right, so his prowess is a six. So there's the first one is a ten. The second one is an eleven. The first one is the primary attack. The second one is the assistance. What was the last thing you heard me say? Uh, you were just saying something about the right hook. Uh, yeah, I was gonna tap one hell of a right hook to give myself a bonus to dodge. To dodge. Okay. Basically, just drawing on my fighting prowess. Gotcha. All right, one of them got a ten. One of them got an eleven. So those are the numbers you need to beat. All right, so you beat the you beat the primary roller. Uh, so the one trying to put really really trying to punch you in the face, he misses. The one bumping you in the knees to give his buddy a better shot, uh, you know, he succeeded. So nine, eleven. So he beat you by two. Uh, so basically how I'm going to handle that is one of them does catch you in the knee. Not really enough to hurt you, but he catches you in the knee. Uh, and I'm going to put the off-balance quality on you. That works. Uh, you know, they, they get to tap it. They'll just get to tap it once for free. One of them will get to tap it once for free. Uh, and if for, for whatever reason they don't tap it next round, it'd, it would be gone. Don't worry, though. They plan to tap it next round. <laughs> uh, then it's Frost Giants go. I would actually like to... Oh, you, you cut off there. You'd like to what? I'd like to actually regain my footing. Is there any way I can remove that quality from myself? Um... Uh, I don't see where it really require a roll. If you just, if that's what you want to spend your turn doing, yeah, we'll say you 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 spend the turn getting your balance back. Because right. so, yeah. if if they had actually knocked you down prone, that's all it would take was you you just say I spend my turn standing back up. So. Uh, servant boy. All right. Uh... Since I wasn't able to take control of uh, the movement, um, and I'm assuming that I can't just try again, right? It feels like this falls under the uh, need to, for another attempt. Uh, I would say, I, I would actually say this would be more like, you know, if you tried to wrestle him one time and get, didn't quite get the hole, well, you could try again, you know. Okay. You can flatten your legs out more, make them a little, stretch them out a little bit bigger, catch more wind. Well, you could try to wrap around a building or something. That might be the next thing, but I have a specific thing. I want to try to fly him into. Uh, I'd like to fly him, try to fly him into the hotel room where the other, fight, you know, the fight around Doctor Moore is going on. I'm, I'm correct in understanding that that's the thing that's happening, right? 
Uh, last you saw, the comet had dropped down and was skipping between, you know, uh, weaving between buildings with one squadron following him, and, he, and the and comet had the Doctor. They have been oh. they have been out of sight for a couple of rounds now. Okay, well, I'll just um, I'll trust I'll trust the comet to. Uh... So there's no actual fighting going on within the hotel. Uh, up in the ho- up in the hotel room, there's some fighting going on. You can hear that. And it's not involving any of us. No, it, it, that would be where uh, you assume Meoldis drug one of the squadrons in there. It sounds like they're just duking it out in the. Okay. Well, I'm kind of intrigued by my 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 uh, my new ancient cousin. So, uh, I think I'm I'm going to try again to seize control of the flight because uh, uh, I wanted to, I wanted to like actually like, get up there. Um, okay. So I guess that's another stupid uh, stupid stretching tricks roll. And see if they do worse. Yeah, this is versus his oh, they, I do exactly this. Let's hope let's hope he doesn't. Nope. In fact, I did worse. Okay. I'll I'll think of something new to do next time. All right, you know. Again, he kind of wobbles. You can tell you're having some effect, but yeah, clearly he's practiced a lot with his flight. Mm-hmm. Patience. Uh, the shield on Frost Giant is about to give out, so I'll refresh it. Okay, so Frost Giant's got a four four point shield for four rounds. <clears throat> All right, then we're back up to Molly. Her shield drops, or her shield's got three rounds left now. Uh, let's see, what kind of damage does she do? Oh, she does some, some, some pretty decent damage. generally been rolling for them. I'm sorry to force your hand on this. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. They, I mean, they were just going cinematic because save time. But truthfully, he should have about taken all the damage he can from her. Alright. Uh... You see, uh, or patience, I should say, sees, uh, yeah, the bright lady, the oldest there. Uh, she does something, and you see that squadron kind of jerk, and it's like he grabs something in front of him, you know, and then he just vanishes. Oh. Uh, and you see me oldest kind of, you know, you see her head go back and forth. And she turns around and looks behind her, you know, like she's trying to figure out what just happened. Uh, That's not... Are, are the other squadrons still around? Yep. Huh. So he's uh, not dead. Well, like I said, you, you know, you saw one of the squadrons disappear. 
And so she's looking around confused. Then, oh, then it's the squadron's turns. Uh, uh, the one servant boys cling to swings over and is basically going to try to scrape you off on the side of a building. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is going to be a this is going to be a very fun uh, fun comic book image. She is just his cheek just pushing and stretching across like you know a dozen windows. So this is going to be uh, his prowess. And stretching, I don't think, helps in this case. Can't stretch around it. Can't stretch my way out of a big, big skyscraper. So just a simple evade roll. Yes. Oh, but and yet. Oh, but you you successfully do it. Yeah. Maybe it's a thing where he's like actually like, like starts running along along the um, the windows as um, as squad squadron's trying to push him into it into like push him through, and he's just like. Running at like seeming super speed, just for a comedic effect, of course. But um, well, that's how your body yeah. starts rippling. You hit it, and it's just doing like a snake along the side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ow, 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 ow. So yeah, he does that. You know, comes to the end of the building, looks over. You're still there. That flat, your flattened face pops back out. <laughs> uh, just like curiosity, am I like at, at the altitude I'm in? Uh, First of all, was, was he pushing me up against the Four Seasons, or was it, is it, is it a different building? Uh, hmm. I'm sure the Four Seasons is probably not the tallest building. It's just another building in the, you know, in the in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You know, another hotel or an office building or something. Am I? Is it conceivably close? Um, are we conceivably close enough where next page? I could try to stretch up to where... I, I assume there's, like, a broken window. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. There's definitely... Yeah. Anyway, I'll... I'll, I'll depending on how the, our position is, I'll okay. try to just, like, latch uh, onto that next page. But, yeah, I mean, you, you're in the same city block. You can stretch anywhere you can see, you know, easily enough. We'll see what happens. He hasn't been flying in a straight line. He's been kind of circling around, staying in the neighborhood. Right. Because, you know, if he can get you off of him, he'll go... He, he could go assist with Frost Giant or... Or, you know, the other fight that was going on with one of them. Uh, uh, the two on Frost Giant. Hmm. Their teaming up efforts haven't really worked, so they're both just going to attack individually. Uh, so this is Prowess. First one attacks Frost Giant with a 10. Alright. You take uh, their strength is a 7, so take a 7 from the first one. Knock that, that down to 2. Thank you, Patience. Uh, and the second one, the, the number of beat is an 11. I will have to roll a 6 to beat that. Cross my fingers. No. So close, though. So close. So take another seven. You know, minus the four, whatever. Still up, still kicking. How bad off are you? 
down to two stamina. So you're up, but you're wobbly. Yeah. Screaming something about, come on, I can take all four of you. But then it's your turn. Now they flew down, so they're 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 zipping kind of around you at face level now. So you can just try to punch if you want to. I have a slightly better chance to hit with my ice breath than I do trying to punch. With okay. Oh no. Your dice are not your biggest fan today. No, they're not. I, I think. Uh, I think... So this, is this their court? This is you're shooting at them essentially. So this is your their coordination plus two for their aerial combat. So you spit some cold air at another one. <clears throat> and he kind of spirals out of the way. And now this whole time... This whole time Frostrand is getting his ass kicked, he's probably still smiling the whole time. He's having the time of his life. <laughs> he won't get upset until he's waking up on his back later. Ah, crap, they must have won. Uh, oh. Oops, I hit the initiative an extra time. Uh, Server Boy, you're up. Okay. Uh, I would like to just um, try to stretch as far as I can and latch onto, uh, hopefully not shattered glass, but some, root myself somehow. I'll just like feel around that hotel room just to uh, see if I could uh, latch onto something and then try to pull me towards it and away from uh, away from the, the squadron troop but I, I I believe he does not have me gr officially grappled I know there is like flavor text he grabbed me at that flavor text but I I don't believe that unless I'm no 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 he does not have you in a hold yeah so I would like to just uh, try to like uh, kind of disengage yeah yeah you can do that with that opportunity attack that's all he's been and, trying to do is get you off of him <laughs> he's not going to fight you. Oh, he's leaving. Thank goodness. Because yeah, I am kind of. I, I do want to like see what's going on. Here. All right. So your hand zips off into the hotel room. You just grab the closest something you can, you know, get a hold of. Uh. Hmm. And hopefully that doesn't uh, get frustrated in trouble if I free up. Uh, Another dude to for a potential triple team attack. Let's hope. Let's hope the fates are not that unkind. Well, I'm kind of the fates in this, so what do you think? <laughs> All right, give me a. Uh, you know, the stretch is no problem, but you're reaching into a hotel room that you can't really see into. So go ahead and give me a uh, coordination roll. Sure. Uh, the difficulty is not going to be particularly high. Okay. Well, hopefully, not higher than a nine. So four, five, six. So you beat a six by, okay. All right. So what I was doing was, it was only a difficulty four. 
or two plus whatever roll the dice for you to successfully latch onto something and pull yourself in. Uh, in my head, I was going, okay, if he rolls a, you know, in this case, a six or better, you know, he grabbed a piece of furniture, he's grabbed the door, you know, door handle, you know, something solid, pulled himself in. <laughs> if you'd only gotten the four, you'd have pulled yourself in no problem, but, you know, you'd have latched on to your cousin in some fashion. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, grabbed her by the belt, wrapped around her leg. Oh. There's all kinds of potential for awkwardness in that. Right. But you you blew the difficulty out of the water, so, you know, you latch on to, like, the bed or something heavy enough to, uh, hang on just a second, uh, yeah, poop, I am, yeah, we got a bot in the chat, and I forget how to kick him out. I mean, it is nothing obscene or anything, so I'm not that worried about it. There's nobody else in the chat. Which chat? Um, the, the Twitch chat. I always have it up just in case we have somebody pop in. Oh, Twitch. That's right, we're on Twitch also. Generally, we'll have a few people come by and, and watch one you know, after the fact, but Sunday afternoons, every other week, nobody, nobody keeps up with it, though to show up live. <clears throat> Except this bot. <laughs> One loyal fan. Well, usually we don't even have a bot, but this bot has managed to show up. <laughs> I've got the mod settings on and I can't figure... Ah, delete message. That's what it is. Yep, nope, that's not working either. Didn't delete the message, but I got him blocked, so. Alright, so that was... Yeah, so that was Serpent Boy. Uh, sure enough, you, you know, you pull yourself in, you kind of land on your feet, you look around. Uh, this room, the wall, and the next room, between the, ne you know, between the two rooms and the next room, are all trashed. Now, there's tendrils of darkness floating around uh, Mjoldis. Uh, there's ice, like shards coming up out of the floor. Uh, in kind of a semicircle, like she was trying to spear something that was in the middle. Huh. But no no squadron. But no, you do not see a squadron in here anymore. Uh, and she was kind of looking at her, She's She has a, you know, it's, it's like she was looking around a little confused when suddenly you appear in there. Hey, cuz. She looks at you, cousin. Uh, she's dressed a bit differently this time. Where before she had this weird kind of, you know, you know, kind of armored, had this kind of raven motif, uh, powdering zone, uh, armor, you know, her suit looked armored in the places that, you know, were actually covered. You know, she's definitely somebody that the cold doesn't bother. But, uh. She's in a bit more of normal people clothes this go around. Let me pop up the picture where everybody can see it. Uh, 
you know, black she pants. Yeah, she, she, you know, can't do anything about the, the the really odd skin tone she's got, but as far as her clothing, she doesn't stick out anymore. Uh, you might, you know, Sir Boy might be amused to see that she's wearing a black t-shirt with a big snowflake on it. Yeah, but, you know, as you land, you know, you go cousin, she kind of nods to you. Uh, she takes a pose like she's ready to fight. Uh, but when she speaks to you, you know, there's not, you know, she doesn't sound aggressive. It's just like she's, you know, prepped and it, with what it, ready for whatever goes down. Cousin, what brings you here? Hey, uh, wh wh where's your squadron? I don't know. I finally managed to pin him like a bug, and then he just vanished. Oh, I was planning to help, but I, I guess you don't need that. Hey, you know, um, you know, uh, John Modison's looking looking out for you, uh, Molly. And he says that, just, you know, not 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 to mock her, but just to kind of like demonstrate that there's some kind of like that they're kind of like he wants to be he wants to be in her club now so, so he, he's kind of <sighs> by actually by her nose kind of wrinkles up when you call her on she's like <sighs> is that like, like what is it with, with yeah, she's like what is it with all of you in that name <laughs> uh, I guess mother sent him Oh, you, 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 you weren't grounded, were you? He does, he does still think like a teenager, like, like Demigods can actually get grounded. She, look, she looks at you like she doesn't quite get the phrase. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, I and Mother had a fight. Uh, she's like a... She's never told me much of my father. Uh, you know, she finally told me that you know she, when she had run into him, uh, and I. Well, she had mentioned once before when she ran into him, and then in talking with the, to John, he had casually mentioned the date, and I realized how much time had passed since she had met him. Time runs a little differently in Mother's realm. Uh, well, really, in any of the higher or lower realms. Yeah, well, uh, you, know, you do live in the realm of death. I'm surprised you have time at all. Eh, well, we have it to some degree. I mean, events don't happen all at once. Yeah. It sucks about you not uh, not knowing your dad, though. I, I, I know the feeling. I, I'm, I'm in the same boat in that regard. I'm in the same longship in that regard. Uh but uh, when I realized how much time had passed and that he was surely dead, that, that started the argument with Mother. In the argument, she let slip that he doesn't age. You know, he, he is immortal in the sense that he's not divine or anything, but apparently he is unaging or at least very slow aging. Uh, oh, like another meta? Or whatever uh, they call superhumans in this world. That, that is a term they use some... Uh, uh, he's mystically endowed in some way. And then she kind of pauses, and I hope Mother was just talking about his age. 
Yeah, I was about to say his inner his inner thirteen year old's giggling, but his inner thirteen year old's uh, and his, his outer like fifteen or six whatever old he's yeah, exactly. he's just kind of snickering a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. If he um, if he still has time uh, on this page to continue the conversation, uh, he would say that you know I, I heard you were looking for your dad. I can't I can't blame you for wanting to find him. I have no idea who mine is. I, if I if I had if I had a clue, I'd I'd, I'd, I'd be running off too. Well, her only hint was the uh, that that he met Mother during uh, the Second World War. Uh, oh, 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 crap! I hope, oh shit! I hope you're right. You're just not the prime, is it? Uh, Elsa. She has no idea. I mean, she she's done enough research on on powered people in the war. She knows who the Primus is when you when you mention that name. She goes, I don't believe so. He looked European. Uh, mother said my father was was from fur, from the uh, farther the farther east. Uh, yeah, I think Silver Boy would is probably inclined to want to help her, and uh, he 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 may uh, have at least a an inkling that patience is, you know, kind of on her side too. Um, she, what, you know, depending on whether he noticed uh, her throwing up shields on her on held out his behalf. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Taylor, are patience's shields visible? Uh, I've never had. I've never specified. <clears throat> okay. You know, it's up to you if they are or not. Yeah, it could be nothing more than like a hunch, but um, uh, you know, if he has. If he if, if he still has the time to do so, he'd uh, he would ask if there's anything you know anything we can do to. Help. I know we I know we kind of got off on the wrong foot and all, but is there anything we can do to help? She's like I'm I'm unfamiliar with with all the customs. Uh, the people here do not seem to have particular respect for the gods. Yeah, he for. Uh, yeah, it's kind of weird, especially with you know, with all the supers now. It's just like, uh, you know, it's like if you don't wear your underwear on the outside, the, no, you know, you kind of have to wear your underwear on the outside to get to get respect these days. It's just weird. She looks at you. That that would defeat the purpose of wearing undergarments. That's what I said. Uh, so y'all are carrying this conversation on back outside. Okay. Uh. <clears throat> Let's see. So Mildred's turn is spent talking to her cousin. Uh, then it is the now three squadrons. Uh, I feel like I got skipped. Did you get skipped? You may have gotten skipped because you you should be the end. That's right, because it went Serpent Boy, then it would go Patience. I'm sorry, Patience, you go. No problem. Uh, I'll go ahead and just... Uh, is determined effort using a determination point? Yes. I, I'll go ahead and slap a determination point off of myself to heal Ross Giant. Alright, and what aspect are you tapping into? Don't leave me alone. Aww. That works. That's a depressing quality. Don't go awe about it. Oh, well, I, I guess... It was I a sad awe. Yeah, exactly. It was like a, it was it was an all like an oh you poor dear. 
Yeah, it's like you're afraid. You're afraid. It usually doesn't happen in super fights. Of course, you don't usually have like eight-year-olds in super fights either. Or however old you are. I'm sitting in the car. Yeah, Damian Wayne. <laughs> it's just like a big drive-in movie, isn't it? Okay, now you can have Squadron punch him again, now that I know he won't die. <laughs> oh, that's right. You don't have to roll with that. You just heal. It's just what you do. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's just the amount. Uh, did you ever say how much it was? It is five points. Okay. So, Zach, be, be sure you added the five points back. Yeah, I'm back up to seven stem. Yeah, let's see if they can do something about that. All right, the one that was fighting Serpent Boy... Uh, Let's see. He knows he lost a dupe in the hotel room. But he really has no reason to go after me, Oldest. I mean, that's not that's not something that's going to help him in his, you know, in what he's trying to do. Uh, so he's going to try to distract Frost Giant. He's going to try to put a condition on Frost Giant. Uh, again, it's coming in and striking him at his knees. Brilliant tactics, I say. So he's going to try to put the off-balance on him so the other two can tap that. So that's going to be his prowess. Versus Frost Giant's prowess. Leaving me in suspense here, Dice Roller. Ooh. <laughs> Alright. Uh... So he zips forward. Uh, maybe one of the other squadrons, you know, looks over your shoulder. Maybe you hear the flap of his scarf in the wind. Something tips you off, and you kind of jostle to the side, and he goes zipping. He goes, you know, zipping from behind you, zipping past you about knee level, and then he kind of, you know, pulls himself back up, you know, gains some altitude. Uh, but he fails to do anything to you, and the other two make their attacks. Uh, they're doing that thing where they come in together uh, to try to do the simultaneous hit. So both of them are going to try to hit you, but the second one is just trying to boost the first one's damage. Alright, first one got a 9. Alright. So the first one, it's a tie, so it's a marginal. So he'll do half damage. Uh, the second one does manage to add to that, though. So that'll go up by one. So let's see, half of his strength is four round, or three rounded down. Plus one for yeah, plus one for the guy helping him. So you take four damage, which I think the force shield by itself would take care of. Yep. <clears throat> that plus one is just not impressive when you add it to half damage. Uh, 
So yeah, they both manage to strike you, but you don't, you know. They're not good solid blows. You manage not to really take any, take anything from it. And then it's your go. I'm going to try and just throw a haymaker into one of them. Okay. All right. Coordination or a prowess rather. Uh. All right. So you do half damage. So that'll be four damage. All right. And then I'm going to give you an even odd roll to see if you hit the undamaged one or the one you already hurt. So do you want even or do you want odd? Even. Alright. I'm assuming you want to hit the one that you already hit. Yes. So that's four damage. He's still up, but he ain't looking too good. You're pretty sure if you can get a solid lick on him, he's gone now. Unfortunately, there's now three of them floating up there. Clearly strategize on... Uh, on how to take you down. Servant Boy. Right. <clears throat> Uh, you hear the sound, you know, y'all are talking, but you still hear the sounds of fighting outside. Yeah, so Serpent Boy will go ahead and uh, ask uh, the Hell Daughter. First of all, she, uh, he'll say, um, you know, what what do you like to be called? Like, you, don't seem, you don't seem to be too crazy about Molly. What do you like to be called? I can't remember if I actually got a name from her. I don't think I actually got, like, a name from her, um... Last time, uh, I think she she'd announced herself as Miolda's hell daughter at the okay because oh, everybody heard the last everybody heard the last name was like oh okay well that's true in that case I'll just uh, refer to her as um, Miolda's hell daughter uh, hey do you, would you mind uh hoping my my buddies I bet we could I, I bet that we could talk them into uh, helping you out in return. Perhaps. Least, um, and it's like she suddenly realizes, oh, the doctor. He, he ran off. One of him had run off with the doctor. Oh, right. Comet. Crap. The Comet. Yeah, he's, a, that... he's, a, he's a new friend. Oh, so one of your friends has the doctor at the moment. All right. Right. Well, I hope. I just need I the doctor hope. alive to speak to. He's the only Achilles doctor I've managed to find. Oh, uh, maybe we could uh, go after him. Yeah. Are you a flyer? I can't remember. Was she a flyer? Uh, she was standing on a building when you first met her, and she jumped off into the shadow and disappeared. Uh, still, as you know, but I have I have a method. I have methods of traveling. She steps up to the edge and kind of throws a hand behind her, and ice just spreads out. It it circles around you. Doesn't you know? You know, you're on a clear spot in the floor, but it's like it covers the walls, almost like it's anchoring there. Her other hand stretches forward. And she produces a slide, and she goes out the window. Oh, I gotcha. <laughs> She's pulling lace, man. Oh, I guess I'll uh, try to follow. I'm like, okay. I look, don't look down. Don't go down. I look down. Um, and he'll he'll just try to like um, 
follow her, I guess. I don't know, maybe... I may, I may end up going full plastic man at some point and just kind of like try to, you know, maybe cling to the sides with maybe wrap his wrap his arms around around the bridge and just use his legs to try to like move maneuver um, if he can get any traction. I don't know how that works out. I don't have resistance to cold, so this is probably going to get uncomfortable real quickly. <laughs> uh, but I'll do what I can. But uh. But you'd mentioned helping the buddy, so she, uh, her slide is really just kind of going down to the ground at this point. Okay, so I can just let gravity do the work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of goes down and kind of up and then plateaus off and she's just kind of standing on top of that. Okay. You know, you go sliding down, arms pin- pinwheeling, and when you get to the top of that little crest at the end, you know, she kind of reaches out and snags you and sits you there. Uh She's clearly quite strong. Might not be really superhumanly strong, but way stronger than a woman her size would generally be. And, like, um, how, how old does she appear to be? Uh, uh, 16 to 18. Okay, so she's... Okay. You know, if, if, if she was just a just somebody on the street you are passing, you, you wouldn't think she was 20 yet. So, would it be safe to say that by Norse deity standards, she's a teenager like me. Probably. It's maybe like a year or two older. Yeah, she would definitely. She definitely comes off as a little older than you. Upper class, as opposed to uh, my my second year. Yes, basically. Self. You know, she would be a junior or senior or whatever. Gotcha. <clears throat> uh, Do we see a comet flying around anywhere? Uh, not yet. Like I said, she slid down to the ground. She's kind of focused for just a moment on the other two uh, or other th- other three uh, uh, squadrons and the frost giant. Oh, gotcha. Uh, patience, you're up. Um, I guess I'm gonna switch board. Ask. Let me go ahead and ask a. Uh... Serpent boy, what's up? You know, what's going on? Are we friends or enemies with Hell Daughter? We're friends. We're cool. We're cool. We're cool. All right. Do you need to know where Comet is? Yeah, we. Um, yeah, Doctor Moore's gotta gotta help try to uh, help uh, my, the eldest Hell Daughter um, find her father. And that's cool, right? Um, using using the mental images that I'm getting from him, from a servant boy, I'm going to give him the, the general direction of comet, so he can go in the right way. Okay. Oh yeah, we got we got we got the mental one going. Yeah, Thanks yeah. You can and you can switch more with comet. You know where are you at, or you know what do you see, kind of thing. Yeah. Well, in that case, he'll. You know, you know maybe I, one of us should think out and see if he's, if he's still conscious. <laughs> uh, so, yes, you switchboard with the comet. Uh, his mind is full of uh, kind of navigational data. 
It's not. It's not that he's consciously thinking about it. It's just you know with his practice flying, you know. He's calculating, you know, kind of how 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 he needs to take this turn up here, and you know, trying to shake squadron. Uh, they're evenly matched on speed, so it's really been a matter of trying to use the the surroundings to uh to to shake him loose. Uh, but so far, uh, Mal is hanging I will, on. I will also tell him to swing back in because we have Hell Daughter's support to protect this man. Uh. He tells you he's on his way back then. Because with, with her, I think we win this fight. <laughs> I don't think Squadron can take us all. I don't know. I've been watching Zack roll. <laughs> Not to pick on you, Zack, but yeah. Yeah, you ain't speaking nothing but the truth. I, I think the roll point dice roller, Mrs. Anna, is taking it out on me. Uh... So yeah, in the switchboard you see that you see the comet kind of hook a Yui. It's like he, it's like he kind of cuts all his forward thrusts, kind of him and the doctor kind of roll forward. He changes position and then fires up, hitting the opposite direction. No, uh, judging by the noise the doctor makes, it was not a comfortable maneuver. <laughs> uh, ooh, and the doctor's force shield is certainly gone by this point. I will put a force field on the doctor. <laughs> There's my action. That wasn't just all talking. Alright. Or talking and willfully allowed mental communications. Hmm. Uh. Oh, yes, I should probably bring Molly's miniature down. With Serpent Boy. The comet is. Eh, we'll say he's off over here somewhere. But in the process of circling back around. We'll put the squad in the middle of all of you. Alright. That looks good. Alright, then it's Molly's go. Somebody give me a D6 roll for Molly. Because she's now in the fight, y'all are in. She'll, uh. Alright, so it's a four plus her coordination. Plus especially with her power. Alright, so that's an eleven actually that that Miles got to beat. Oh, and he does. So a very sharp looking shard of ice goes flying up at him. And one of them just just manages to kind of roll out of the way of it, and then it arcs across the street and angles down somewhere in the common. Uh, it hits the ground close to some people. You hear some tar startled shrieks by people that were, you know, some distance off and still close enough to be kind of filming. Uh, Sir Boy, you see Molly look slightly embarrassed. And then she kind of waves her hand and the ice dissipates. 
Yeah, these guys. Yeah, these guys. These guys are annoying. These guys are total dicks. He's like, yes, well, even in the. I don't know if you say that because we we were we were kind of butting up with <laughs> with um with Squadron in, in the last issue. So. You can sympathize with what motivates him, even if you don't necessarily agree with how he's handling things. Gotcha. Oh. But, uh... Anyway, she misses that. Then the three squadrons... Uh... Hmm, a lot more targets. One of them beelines for Molly. Uh... This would be his prowess, but without his... And then Molly's, so he got a he got an eleven. Molly needs to to uh, let's see. This is prowess. Ooh, her prowess is not great. Her coordination is pretty good, but her prowess not so much. Yep, he lands a good solid lick on her. Five. Alright, so he gets a massive success on her. So that's seven points of damage. But only that much of it gets through. And then it's a strength versus strength to see if she goes flying somewhere. Uh, so he's got a strength of seven. She's got a strength of five. Alright, so one of the squadrons flies down. Just, you know, Superman charge, two fists, into Molly. Then he kind of swoops up where she goes flying an area back. So she flies, you know, where she's kind of parked herself in the middle of the street. She goes flying back towards the hotel uh, and smashes through one of the front windows into the hotel lobby. Uh, you all hear some some cursing in a language you don't recognize. Uh, you know, it's obvious to everybody that it is cursing. Uh, Frost Giant might might actually know the language. Uh, and then I believe it is Frost Giant's turn. Oh wait, no, that was sorry, that was just one of the squadrons. Uh, the other two go after Frost Giant like they've been going after him. Again, they are teaming up. Uh, so his prowess of six. Alright, well, the, the primary attacker missed. And the other guy just got a... Uh, uh, marginal. So they don't coordinate their attack properly. The second guy does get a lick in, but it's only doing half damage, which is not going to get through the force shield that uh, Patience has put up around him. 
They seem confused how they were hurting. They know they were hurting you before. Now they just can't seem to do nothing to you. I just gotta say, you really need to mix up your strategy. I'm dumb as a brick. I'm dumb as a brick, and even I can, can you know, adapt. <laughs> They all just sort of nod, like, hey, like, you've got a good point. <laughs> uh... Oh, then it's Frost Giant's turn. Get the initiative order thing too soon. I think you cut off on it. I'm going to try and puff the most injured one out of the air with the blast of ice breath. Okay. So that's his coordination, plus he is... Hey, you hit him. Yay! And how much damage does that do? Uh, does five. Alright. <clears throat> yep, he zigs when he should have zagged. And you catch him just center torso. Uh, you know, frost forms up. He kind of grimaces and falls back. Uh, uh, he hits the ground. And the other two squadrons you see poof out of existence. Oh. Oh. Got the real one. Yep. When you showed up, the one up in the air, hold of the doctor, uh, the one that would have been, you know, you know, the prime target if the government happened to have a sniper in the area. Yeah, it turns out he was, he was a, uh, he was one of the dupes. You know, that's the one Mjoldis took out in the hotel room. The real him was just kind of mixed into the fray. I see. Uh, nice. I high five uh, Frost Giant. I high five back. But you know, like a thumb. Gently, please. <laughs> uh, so, you know, fight is over. You know, in the switchboard, Comet lets patients know hey, the, the squadron behind me just vanished. Uh, Mjoldis comes out of the uh, hotel lobby, you know, steps back through the window she smashed through. She's like shaking glass out of her hair, getting it off her shoulders. She looks around. When she sees Squadron laid on the ground, she starts stalking towards him, towards him and like a spear made of ice is forming up in her hands. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'm going to really quickly snatch him up. Yeah, about that. Not knowing how, not knowing uh, Earth customs. One of them is uh, not. You know, we, we try not to kill people, uh, defenseless, even defenseless enemy, even enemies if they're neutralized and defenseless. Kind of a thing. Yeah, she's like. Mm -hmm. I suppose there wouldn't be any honor in that. 
though she's still looking mighty pissed as she, you know, as she drops the ice, you know, it hits the ground, breaks into little pieces, and then just sort of melts away and dissipates real quick. She starts just kind of shaking the glass off her shirt. The comet comes back and lands. The doctor gets up, you know, step, you know, steps off and brushes himself off. Oh, excellent! You've, uh, uh, you've knocked out Mr. Morden, neutralized Mr. Morden. Excellent. Uh, I'm sure the Air Force will w want to get him back into custody immediately. Uh, there is a almost eager look in his eyes. He says this. Uh, of course, there were, uh, the, you know, there's already police in the area, but they were really just keeping people back while, you know, the supers sorted it out. Uh, some of them are coming up. Uh, you see, uh, you see the police moving some people back off in the distance, let, trying to let some vehicles through. Uh, you recognize at least one of them as a spear, you know, containment vehicle. Uh, hey, before uh, before the victory party starts, uh, I think we all uh, need to have like a you know, private conversation with the uh, with the doctor here, and and our, and Cuz. Yeah. Yeah, they you know all group around the doctor. Uh, yeah, and you probably got a few minutes for the, especially with the fight being over now. There's a really a lot of people out in the street trying to see what's going on. So the he's gonna take a minute for the police to clear enough of them out for the all the emergency vehicles to get up here. Uh. So as y'all approach Dr. Moore, he's like, there's, there's very little I can tell you. There's a lot of classified information you know, in, regarding Mr. Morton. Well, yeah, about those classifications. Um, we just kind of... Uh, look, our, we, have a, we have a cousin who maybe kind of has like you know some amount of uh, diplomatic immunity around when it comes to those classifications. You might... You may you might want to just choose to voluntarily, uh, you know, on the down low, be responsive to her questions. She's um, look, look, she's just looking for her dad. Can't you help her out with that at least? That can't that can't violate national security, can it? Well, that would depend on who her father is. Well, that's what we're trying to find out. So she doesn't know her father's name, but thinks I would know him in some way. Maybe, cause maybe you want to take over at this point. All right, and she proceeds to explain, uh, uh, you know, more or less like she explained to you. The doctor is just kind of sitting there. Oh, uh huh. Oh yes, the goddess of death, of course. Mm -hmm. Uh. But then when she starts mentioning World War II, he kind of, hmm. Because uh, I can neither confirm nor deny that there is a Project Achilles. Uh, oh, come on. Oh, come on. Uh, we all, we all, you're not, you're not going to convince us that they're, that we're not make, cranking out super soldiers. I mean, look, look at that, uh, look at that uh, independence guy in, in the spear team. Uh, he was another, I believe he was another accident like, uh, uh, like Mr. Morden here. Unfortunately, I couldn't get the, I couldn't get the, uh, 
I couldn't get the Air Force to uh, assign him to me. It's a shame. Well, I bet that was classified info. Now that you started, see, that wasn't so bad. And now that you started, no reason not to continue. All right, this this is this is all I can tell you. Whatever project I may or may not be involved with at the moment, I have only recently become involved in. What what I was doing down in Florida was its own thing that has now been rolled into something else. Uh, that something else has files on people, uh, you know, on, on the the supers that were involved in the. Uh, Second World War, uh, and even further back, truthfully, uh, as a matter of as a matter of historical record, and you know, what have you. Uh, I don't know all the specifics, but I do have access to those files. Uh, depending on who or what she's looking for, the government might even be willing to tell her. Uh, well, we're not looking. I don't think we're. I don't think we're necessarily looking for one of one of um, uh, our guys. You know, uh, maybe someone uh, from uh, from the uh, the Asian theater of the war. Someone who might have uh, extended lifeline. Does that ring a bell at all? Well, there's there's quite a few supers that seem to have extended lifespans. Uh, uh, the Primus, of course. Uh, Underpants. <laughs> he just says, knowingly says to, uh, to held out her underpants. And she nods like she's a, it's like she's afraid you're saying something that makes sense that she's just not getting. She doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't seem like she's not getting it. Oh, yeah, hmm, yes, yes, underpants. Mm. But, uh, uh, but he'll admit that he owes you all, uh, yeah. He, she's, he's sure the government's going to want to talk to her about attacking a military base. Uh, but, uh... But he, he, he takes the description of, what you know, how she describes him, you know. Or how her mother... What little bit her mother described of him. You know. When she mentions, you know, her mother said he was from the East, you know, the doctor specified, you know, are you thinking, you know, Middle Eastern or Far East or, uh, you know, when she mentions, you know, basically Far East, you know, the doctor stops and he kind of, he's, he's kind of looking at her face real close. I guess I can see a little something, I don't know. <clears throat> uh, which she's kind of like, uh, but, uh, so yeah, y'all are chatting. Uh, uh, you hear a very loud voice bellowing out, you know, make a space. Uh, Frost out, you recognize this voice. Oh boy. Uh, you turn around, John is pushing civilians out of the way. Uh, not gently, but he's not hurting anybody. You know, he's not knocking anybody down. This guy has, like, big Gaston imagery, doesn't he? You what now? <laughs> he has big Gaston from Beauty and the Beast imagery. Uh, that's not a bad, uh... That's not a real bad analogy. Uh, but it's kind of your big, boisterous, 
you know, Viking kind of vibe to him as well. Uh, so he strolls up to y'all. He, you know, nods up to Frost Giant. Oh, I see you found Molly for me, Blue. Well, yeah, that's that's a word for it. I think she more found us. You know, he looks her over. Oh, updated your outfit. Uh, oh, I've been in a bit of a tussle. I told you you should have practiced more. <laughs> I swear, all these people that can just blast things—that's all they want to. That's all they want to know how to do. They don't know what to do if somebody walks and punches them in the face. <clears throat> Not like Blue here; he's got a face made for punching. And you have, a, and you have an ass made for made for punting. Yeah. <clears throat> you can get Seven Boy last uh, loudly and darkly at that one. <clears throat> but uh. He takes it good naturedly. Uh, so Molly fills him in on what's going on. Uh, uh, he's talking about the fact, you know, you know, your mother really wants you to come home, and you know this, that, and the other. And she starts working on him to just help her investigate. Uh, he's like, "Well, your mother did technically just tell me to come find you." So I guess if I if I hung around and looked after you, you know, she 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 probably would kill me for that. Uh, uh, Spear eventually comes up. Uh, Agent uh, Greg Greg. Uh, Agent Greg is the the, the agent in charge of the scene. Uh, they immediately take Squadron into custody. Uh, you know, wanting to make sure to get him in custody before the Air Force shows up and there's any kind of dispute over who gets him. Uh, you know, possession is nine-tenths of the law, so if a dispute comes up after the fact, since they've got him, you know, they can they can institute all the delaying tactics and whatnot to, while they investigate the case. Uh... There is, uh, they're actually going to take the doctor into custody, too. You know, the information that you provided them is, an, is, is enough to be justifiable calls to get him for, you know, uh, well, I'm not exactly sure what, you know, uh, kidnapping and unlawful confinement at the very least, and whatever laws experimenting on somebody is technically violating. Probably some kind of assault. Uh... He uh he doesn't seem real flustered, but he doesn't seem like the type of guy that gets real flustered. You get a kind of an off vibe from him. You know, he was awfully calm during all the uh, flying around and jostlings. Uh. You know, you think he may be one of those mad scientist types that does not empathize well. Uh. But uh, uh, Molly has an issue with them taking him into custody, though, since he was supposed to be helping her. Uh, 
But as she converses with Agent Gregg, he comments on the fact that, you know, what she... When what she's actually looking into is presented to Gregg, uh, he tells her Spear has access to, to most of what the government knows about uh, World War-era superhumans. Uh, they might be able to poke around, uh, you know, and find something out. Uh, and technically, they really need to take her into custody, too. She did attack an Air Force base. Uh, neither Molly or John look like they're going to uh, go along with that. Uh, Greg is kind of, you know, looking at Comet and Frost Giant like, uh, you know, you guys are going to back me up here? <laughs> if I could make either of these two do what I say, Maybe. this whole affair would have been wrapped up a lot quicker. Good luck. She's my cousin. Can I say she's family? Uh, patience, patience will will state the obvious. We're all real beat up, and these two aren't. They could win a fight. <laughs> Greg's like, uh, you make a fair point there, and I certainly, you know, with. There's a lot of civilians around now. I don't want, you know, de-escalate. I understand. Okay. He goes, <laughs> he doesn't look at patients. You look like you came through it all right, though. I <laughs> sat in the car. Also, Miss Shiny Lady. Uh, do, you, do you agree not to attack anyone else while we help you? She tries to look tough. But to the rest of you, you can see that the whole little, you know, little girl puppy eyes thing. Uh, you know, even being blind, patience is having that kind of effect on her. Uh, so long as I'm not attacked myself or... And she looks over the edge or confined. Uh, I will not start any conflicts. I can, I can promise you that much at least. Greg just kind of, okay, I can kind of work with this. Uh, how about you all come back to the, well, come back to the office with me? Uh, uh, as long as Miss uh, Helldaughter here is uh, is cooperating, we won't put her, we won't put her in a cell. You know, we will need to talk. Uh, I'll see what I can do about finding, you know, pulling up some information on, on the World War II stuff that she needs. Uh, Apologies and permission slips. Right. Well, we'll we'll try to sort through this. Uh, <clears throat> uh, like I said, they load the squadron up in the van. They start loading all the rest of you up. Uh. Uh. Where the police are wanting some reports, the agent kind of cuts through that red tape. Uh, tells them, you know, basically we're going back to Spear, you know, the local Spear HQ. Uh, you know, they'll be debriefed there. The you know, sure as the police, they'll be given copies of the reports. Uh, uh, the police. Uh, don't really react to Molly in any particular way. Uh, they don't know her, then they don't recognize John either, but, 
you know, all the public saw of her was her fighting the villain that started it, so they were kind of, you know, writing her off as another superhuman that got involved, and, you know, was, you know, apparently they are not aware of the attack, or not aware that she was a part of the attack on the base. Like, maybe the Air Force is exactly gushing information out to other people about that. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, y'all all wind up in a conference room at uh, Spear HQ. <clears throat> or, or their local office, at least. Like I said, it's actually it's actually part of the... Uh, I believe it was Homeland Security. They basically had part of that facility. Uh, so they have to sit you down. They, you know... Hey, you know, tell us what happened, you know, from the time you showed up. And were those sirens coming from your end? Yeah, sorry. Oh. Just, uh, something going through the neighborhood. Let me just, uh, I guess I have to sound on. Uh, so anyway, they sit y'all all down and, uh. You know, you have to feel like, you know, you have to tell them what went on, this, that, and the other. Uh, you know, they talk to John. Uh, he hands him one of his cards. He really seems to like handing out the cards. Uh, you know, he explains, he uh, he showed up when it was over. Uh, listening to Molly give her report. Uh, after the... Uh, What term would she use? After the thing at the at the Air Force Base, uh, she had been trying to track Squadron. Uh, you know, from from their brief interaction at the base, he seemed to know something about these doctors. Uh, so she'd been tracking him down, but uh. You know, but when she showed up, you know, they, she showed up demanding answers for me, you know, she admits maybe she came on a little aggressive and they wound up in a fight. Uh, but she was aggressive because he was trying to kill the doctor that, you know, she thought she needed to talk to, even though it turns out that doctor may not actually know anything. Uh, apparently he was new to the Achilles thing, not, not one of the actual Achilles doctors she needed to speak to. Uh, some of the agents visibly wince every time she says Achilles. I was like, <sighs> but uh, you know, and they ask all of you how you found, you know, how you found your way there. Uh, of course, you know, they knew you were headed that way because uh, the comet had zipped by and given that information. So, uh, Let's see. Uh, the Boston Globe has started printing some of the information. Uh, so, basically the government is uh, kind of got their hands full. Uh, Spear, by the time y'all, you know, before y'all leave, Spear is trying to cut a deal with Molly that uh, maybe she could help him out with something. In exchange for them kind of cleaning up that mess with the Air, Air Force. Uh, 
they do pull up some information on uh, the World War II heroes. Uh, they've got the same report that's in the files that y'all had, uh, where one of the uh, the only actual known you know American produced super soldier, the uh, American Sentinel. Had uh, you know, he had reported in a conversation he had with the Crucible about this immortal, or not immortal, but this uh, demon hunter, you know, type mystic. Oh no, that excuse me, I'm getting ahead of myself. About you know, the Crucible investigating hell being on Earth. You know, this string of dead dead guys they had found. You know, in uh, you know, states of undress and whatnot. Uh. You know, where it appeared hell was trying to, you know, mate. Uh, but Spear has access to some other stuff uh, that doesn't tie directly into that, but with Molly being able to tell him, you know, uh, you know, he's from the Far East, according to her mother. She doesn't, China, Japan, Korea, you know, she doesn't know. Her mother never, never gave any, any real specific information. Uh, she's not sure her mother would, would, would have even known, you know, which it was. Uh, but Spirit pulls up, does manage to pull up information on a demon hunter. It's how the guy presents himself. Uh, that they don't specifically know where he was during the Second World War. Uh, they know he's traveled through Europe some. They know he's traveled through China some. Uh, you know, they try to keep kind of tabs as best they can. Oh, really? Anything superpower? Uh, you know, but they are able to pull up a picture of a, a pretty young man. He doesn't really look, you know. Uh, he looks like he's in that, you know, 19 to 24 range. You know, he looks pretty young himself. And they've got a few different pictures of him. Well, you know, here's a good shot of him from the 60s. Uh, you know, here's a, here's a shot from just a few years back. Uh, he's often involved when there's supernatural problems. You know, like I said, he presents himself as a demon hunter. Uh, though... Though he, you know, you know, he seems to fight pretty well anything supernatural that's threatening people. Uh, doesn't seem to have a permanent base of uh, base of operations. Uh, generally, the mo the the mo we've discovered is he kind of, you know, lives off the generosity of the people he's helping. You know, if this town or this neighborhood is having an issue of some sort, you know, he stays with somebody there while he's sorting it out. You know move zone or whatever. Uh, They're a little up in the air on what his list of abilities are. Uh, he has always got a uh, katana with him. Uh, that's from every report they've ever had about him. Uh, and he'll have various other weapons at times. Uh, you know, seems to be seems to be an extreme, you know, extremely trained combatant, this, that, and the other. Uh, They've never got an actual name for him, though. Uh, but they're able to give Molly, you know, they can show Molly the, Molly the pictures. 
uh, and basically comment on the fact that you know he uh, he was last spotted uh, in and around uh, uh, Lafayette over in Louis over in Louisiana. Uh, and she says that Molly just kind of nods and you, you see uh, John kind of leans over it's one of the states I'll, I'll show you where it's at uh, you know and then, and then he kind of glances at the agent it's her first time in the states let's <clears throat> uh, see Spear is very grateful for the rest of you uh You know, if they can be of any help to you in the future, feel free to contact them. Uh, Greg gives you all his, uh, not his personal number like his home number, but his, you know, his his work cell phone. Uh, and if, you know, If some big trouble should crop up, you know, in the Boston area, uh, he, he hopes it would be all right if he contacted you uh, if Spirit needs some superpowered assistance. We'll probably be there be there already. <laughs> he goes, you do seem to look after your city, so, you know. <clears throat> but, uh... So over the course of the next few days, there's... Uh, lots of news reports. Uh, Servant Boy and Frost Giant are, you know, kind of on the front page. Uh, you know, they have done some noteworthy, newsworthy stuff before. This is the biggest something they've really done in Boston proper, though. <clears throat> you know, usually it's more small-scale and not as, as public. Well, this one was really public. Uh, and, of course, you've got all the mess with the... Uh, investigation into, you know, illegal experimentation on superhumans by uh, the military. Uh, uh, Spears, of course, you know, can't comment on ongoing investigation. They are, no pun intended, spearheading the investigation themselves. Uh, but, uh, you know, they, they end up keeping both the Doctor and Morden uh, in custody, the Air Force puts up a a little fuss, but then quickly goes into kind of cover their ears mode. Uh, from news reports you see with the general and things Greg lets you know, uh, it seems like the general of the Air Force base is putting up as much fight as he's required to, but that he's not really enthusiastic on trying to cover for these people. Uh, it's, you know, it's pretty obvious to Spear that he was, you know, he's in charge of this, of this Air Force base. He's running this Air Force base. He's not really involved in experimental stuff. He just, he has a high enough clearance to kind of know some of it may have been going on. That's about it. Uh, Greg, Greg also tells you that uh, he's hopeful that this will, you know, largely shut the project, shut the, that project down. Uh... And, uh, you know, 
Not that you can count on that, but with all this bad press, uh, hopefully you'll have managed to stop you know some of this experimentation. Uh, he is high. The, the people really high up, kind of in charge, that are over you know Spear. Uh, he's a he's he's hoping that they're putting some of them are putting pressure on whoever's you know whoever's really the guy behind this other branch of uh, I guess superhuman research. But uh, as usual, patient's name doesn't really come up. You know, nobody really saw her until the fighting was over, and then she was with Frost Giant. You know. So some people are kind of, you know, some people kind of ask, "Where was she during the fight? Are they are they taking the little blind girl into the fights?" <laughs> she always just seems to pop up, you know, after they're over. So maybe you know, maybe she's staying with somebody. John does take you all out drinking. Well, all of you are of legal age, which really probably just be the comment. And uh, uh, Frost Giant. Does Hell Daughter get to go? Uh, they don't throw her out when y'all get in there, but she can't produce an ID. So, you know, she looks old enough to let her stay in there, but yeah, she only gets uh, sodas, which she apparently hasn't had before and is quite taken with. Uh, <laughs> he takes you, like the Four Seasons were on this side of the Boston Commons. Uh, he takes you to a little bar over on this side, which is about where I'm clicking. Uh, because that is where Cheers is located. Hey. Uh, the bar that inspired the TV show. Do people shout Norm when I go in? Uh, no one knows my real name. Actually, no. Do when people do that? If, if I'm on the news, uh, I don't keep a, I don't keep a secret identity. They might know my name actually is Norman. Uh, would they let you in a bar? I think you're young enough that you know. I'm tall enough. <laughs> it does doesn't work. I know it doesn't work like a, like a like an amusement park roller coaster. Uh, <laughs> I can certainly exaggerate my height if that helps at all. It also depends on how much food they serve there. I really don't know. Plus, how can you tell how old I look anyway? I got scaly skin. Well, fair so, enough. But when, when you don't produce an ID or don't or don't require request the alcohol, if you request any alcohol, they would require an ID and then it'd be a thing. So yes, I guess you can be in there. I'm trying to remember if, if, if the actual place is just a bar or if it's kind of one of those restaurant-y... Oh, you know, where they got the bar, but you also got kind of a restaurant area. And I can't remember, because... It's not, it's not like the TV show, but... It was a bar that they based the show off of, and then later the bar changed its name to Cheers to, to uh, uh, capitalize on that. In getting the map ready, I just happened to see it pop up on the Google Maps. Like, oh, it's right there by the commons, right where they'll be fighting. This is where we're going. This is where the session will end with, him, with John taking them there to drink. It is our group tradition. We always end at the bar wondering. <clears throat> so yes, y'all all end at Cheers, uh, eating bar food and eating, you know, drinking. Uh, and then the next day, John and Molly are going to take off. 
headed to Lafayette, the last place, uh, you know, I guess you'd say her suspected father is. And those two may crop up later, I don't know. So, as Patience says goodbye to, uh, Molly, she, you know, wish, wishes that she finds her dad, and if she goes back home to her mom, ask how mine's doing. Oh, and she got here. It's a very all moment. Molly reaches out and gives you a big hug. You have spent a fair amount of the evening probably in her lap. There's not a lot of children uh, in hell. <laughs> I think uh, I think Norman would uh, also try to angle to get a sense of whether it would be cool if he like ever came to visit. I, I assume. I, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that we're not like a close family since this is the first time we've met. But you're helping her out. Yeah. You're helping her out, and you get the impression from her that she does not have a lot of close family. Okay. Her and John call each other cousins because they kind of grew up as playmates. Uh, there's no actual blood relation there, exactly. Oh, okay. It was just kind of, they were both Norris, and, you know, he was the only one close enough to her age that she could have any kind of real interaction with you know, yeah, she always came to stay with, you know, with John when they hung out. John never went to her place. Yeah, I, I've just decided that um, I think Norman has a is, is nursing a crush on the on, on the cousin and is now see John Modison as his arch enemy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's like a Sixteen Candles vibe where you know you've got the the honk and the Molly Ringwald and I'm definitely like Michael, uh, Michael Hall. Nick Anthony Hall and the, and the equation. Wait, how but, closely related is I mean, Norman? We, I mean, we're all the Norse. We're we're we're, we're Norse entities, so you know, it really doesn't doesn't really matter. Mm. <laughs> all right, let's least, see. At least uh, branch of the family. I don't know how you Loki know. would be her grandfather, and Loki would be Norman's grandfather. That's right. So we're like, yeah, we're cousins because our, our our parents are siblings. Uh, you know, you're, you're in the world, the Midgard Serpent, and um, um, how? If that, yeah, if that's yeah. Uh. But you know, not to get, you know, I don't want to try to get into the science of this. It's like, <laughs> it's probably not harmful. Well, we're going to go with the uh, Percy Jackson novel's take on it. Which is? The God side doesn't count. Ah. It's divine ichor. It's not DNA. Uh, at some point, he must have realized that he had <laughs> he had cousins falling for each other. He's like, well, it is the Greek pantheon, so eh. And that was I mean, his... well, it. Yeah, in the Greek pantheon, you really can't avoid that. If you're related to anyone in the Greek pantheon, you're related to everyone in the Greek pantheon. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, maybe some of the Titans weren't related to each other, but, but all the Greek gods basically came through Kronos, so... Yeah, your 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 23andMe profile and your Tinder profile is basically like, you know, the Venn diagram of the single circle. But anyway, so they head out... Uh, <laughs> 
Molly, oh, Molly is delighted to hear that there's a descendant of the Fenris wolf out there somewhere. You know, Norman's other, co the other cousin Norman knows yeah, about. Yeah, you gotta be, yeah, you gotta be her. She's awesome. Uh, you know, now she would technically probably be third or fourth or whatever, you know. There, there's some distance there. She's not yeah, the maybe, child of the Fenris she's a descendant of. But. Maybe we could work out a family reunion, although the last family reunion didn't work, work out so great. It was kind of a, it was kind of a, it was, the last family reunion was kind of a mess. Moon uh, getting eaten and all that, but, you know, we're still here. There's, there's still Moon up there. So anyway, y'all see them off the next morning. Uh, they drive out of town on his bike. Uh, you don't know what kind of arrangement they may have come through with Spear, but, you know, worst case scenario, she owes them a favor, essentially. Uh, the Air Force is not really pushing the matter. They got enough on their plate at the moment. Uh, so that will wrap up here in Boston with our little super family and the comments. Uh, hope everybody had fun. I enjoyed running. Uh, now, let's see. Our next regular session... Zat, you said you were not going to be able to make it. Are you still with us, Zach? No, sir. I'm, I'm sorry. I forgot it was on up. Okay. Oh, because you weren't going to be able to make the next session. So, if Curtis is back, though, we'll probably still play. Uh, and that is the... Well, that's the 27th. So, as long as we want to have three players, we'll... We'll do some little something. And then it'll be uh, like the 10th of January will be the one after that. So, uh, I feel like there was something I wanted to bring up. Uh, how many advancements do we get? For oh, yeah, we probably should hand those out. Uh, go ahead and give yourself... Uh, two miners. Well, this is also the wrap up of a story that went three sessions. So if we do one miner per store for per session, and then one for wrapping, go ahead and give yourself four total uh, minor advancements. Alrighty. Uh, or one or one uh. Moderate, whatever the second level. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You can cash them in like that, yes. Oh, uh, this is like episode, this is like session 31 or 32? Yeah, 32. Uh, I plan on wrapping this, se this season up around 40, you know, the 40 42 range. Which, I mean, that's 10 sessions. That's still a good ways, but. But I didn't want all y'all to get, you know, be thinking about, you know, what y'all want to do for the third one. Uh, a new batch of heroes, you know, pick out one team out of this batch to kind of focus on. Uh, do we want to do, like, you know, shorter, not like one story somethings, but, you know, kind of mini campaigns following one team then switch to another team. Do we want to switch to a different setting, you know, different, uh, you know, genre within the superhero? You know, I'm open for about anything. Just, you know, 
10 sessions sounds like it's a long time, but if it does like some of my other campaigns, I'll be thinking, oh, I got plenty of time, plenty of time, plenty of time, and then suddenly it's just like, oh, right, we've got like two sessions left. I gotta do something. It's totally what happened in my vampire game. So anyway, just be putting some thought into that. Uh, anybody that came by and watched, or comes by to watch this later, uh, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, also, anybody that listens later, because this is going up in pod, uh, podcast form as well. Uh, oh, we finally started doing that too. Well, I've been putting it up in in uh, on a on our Captivate account. Oh, okay. Uh, still feel like I'm forgetting something, but we're just gonna go ahead and wrap here. So anyway, hope everybody enjoyed it. Again, I've been your uh, GM for the day, uh, Jason. And with me has been Mike playing Servant Boy. Night, everyone. Uh, Taylor playing Patience. See you, see you. And Zach playing Frost Giant. Bye-bye. And we will see y'all next time.